Hello and welcome to The Inner Gamer, episode 46. We are your weekly dose of video game news, reviews, opinions, and discussions. My name is Brett Yanoski. I'm Asa Morales, and we're joined with Devin and Travis later on in this podcast. But for our first segment, we're going to talk about some news, some rock bands, some upcoming video games, some PlayStation 4 update 3.5, Ikea released an app, I don't know what's up with that, Well, you'll find out here, Rocket League is coming up with some exciting games, and... And we're going to have a discussion on what do we want from the next Nintendo console? What does it need to survive in this day and age of VR and next generation console systems? What will happen? It's a lot. It's definitely a lot. And without further ado, cue the music. Welcome to the Entertainment. So, hey, what's up, Austin? Hey, how much? Another long week. Coming back here, talk about some news. We have a lot for you guys. So We got we got some stuff. We got some stuff to share. Exciting things are coming to the future. Yes. You'll so find out about them right here, right now, and action. Real quick before we start, though, you have some news to share, and I want to hear this news. There's a lot of... There's a, what? You bought something today. I did buy something today. Today, as of today, Wednesday... April 6th. April, thank you. I was like, I don't know what it is. I bought the HTC Vive. What? So, the Inner Gamer will be getting a Vive in May at some point. The Inner Gamer this year will be getting a Vive. Hopefully. An Oculus and a PlayStation VR. (laughs) All this year. So, we kind of dished out. I Man, like, going back. If someone went back to the old podcast being like, oh, no one should get this, blah, blah, blah. It's going to suck. Well, we kind of spent all our money on the. This <laughs> shows VR. you how things can change. I'm happy they changed. I'm so happy. I hope they continue to change. But I heard the question is, where are you going to set it up at? Oh, I'm going to clear out this living room, and uh, yeah, it's going to be in here. We'll see. You're going to want to try it. We'll see. Mm-hmm. You can move that chair. <laughs> the couch stays though. Rest to give me a anyway. two by two foot area. Yeah, to play exactly. In. Anyway. That's all you need. All right, let's jump in. That's the news. all you need. Anyway. So, uh, next week, guys, we have some games coming out, and as such, on our Friday podcast, we always talk about what games are coming out the following week. So, next week, we have two games that are of anything to share and chat about. One of them, this is a big one, Devin, if you were here right now, you'd probably be screaming craziness. I don't even know what you'd be screaming. You'd be screaming like crazy. Cats and dogs. Dark Souls 3 is dropping next week. Oh, dang. For the PC, Xbox One, and PS4 on April 12th. That is Tuesday. That's the day our Tuesday podcast comes out. Dark Souls 3 is here. I, and it's going to get reviews. I I wish I finished Bloodborne in time. <laughs> I know, man. Have you even played You haven't even played Dark Souls at all, have you? Uh, no, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't either. I've, I've, I mean, you see it on this trailer. I've seen people play it. I've heard how pissed people get off. Get, get, get off at it and I was yeah. like I don't want to do that I don't want to yeah. be part of that no but now that I've gotten in the Bloodborne you're addicted I kind of addicted it all makes sense now I'm getting through the levels I beat my second boss it all makes sense it is like when you hit that point you're like oh this game isn't that hard you just go around killing people like it's a whole other experience do you feel like you're much better in the other games now uh, not much better but I mean like do you feel like I, I have take, you noticed that you're better at playing other games I you know, just like Travis says, he likes to just go in and just slaughters enemies, right? Right. Well, now I, 
you think about it. You, know, you go in and you get hit and you get hit and you're like dying. And you're like, damn, I get so pissed off. And then you're just like, wait, let me take a step back. Let me look at this this character or this enemy's attacks and his moves. Get the lay of the land. And then just go in and slaughter them that you're, way. You're, you're probably like, wait, this isn't Bloodborne. Yeah. I can do this. <laughs> exactly. It's like, this could not be this hard. Like, yeah. Nice. So, yeah, I guess it, it really does teach you something. Okay. Okay. Be patient. Unlike Travis, who is extremely impatient. Well, you should not sell it so I can play it. Well, you should probably skip all your games you have to play and then play this one. Yeah, we'll Otherwise, see. I'm just going to try that. Back. Okay. <laughs> I'll borrow Travis. I mean, you're like 80, 80 games behind at this point. I'm getting better. I've knocked down my list to like 25. How many did you have before? Like 45. There was a lot bad. of them that I tried. Oh, and then just and quit. Like, I played like an hour worth of them. And I was like, this is a terrible game, and I quit. <laughs> okay. So that was, that that was, that was yeah, yeah. satisfying. Okay, cool, but, cool. Yeah. So it's good. good. Anyway, so on top of that, we also have the Ratchet and Clank remastered. Well, it's basically like just Ratchet and Clank is what they're calling it, but it's basically a remastered version of Ratchet and Clank. And it's coming out for the PS4 on April 12th, and it looks really good. I liked Ratchet and Clank back in the day. I played a little bit of it. It was a lot of fun. I played some of it. But yeah, the worlds look pretty uh, pretty immersive. So. Yeah, yeah. It's curious, a fun game. Curious to see. So, What's yeah, that? that's all we got next week, guys. It's going to be good. Bam! Dark Souls mainly. <clears throat> so um, our first article, Bethesda expands E3 press conference to include public hands-on demos. What the fuck? That's almost enough for me to go and be like, let's do it. Let's go down there. Wait, so what's happening? So as everyone knows, Saturday, June 12th, or if you didn't know, you know now that Bethesda's having another EA conference. E3 conference? E3, sorry. <laughs> not EA. They're not, not part EA. of EA. Oh, God, see, they're already sucking them in through like telepathy into my mind. Anyway. Yeah, like, I thought they weren't going to have another one, and then they announced it, that they're going to do another one. So they have some games coming out here soon, and I'm curious to see what that's going to, what, what's, what they're going to bring us, you know? Is it going to be more mobile, or is it going to be some other IP? Are they going to release other types I think of games? I'm pretty confident that they have a new IP coming. I was reading somewhere, and people were speculating how Bethesda could have a conference like what exactly. they would put in it, yeah, because they would have like I guess Fallout DLC, and aren't they aren't they doing one of the uh, which which one of the MOBA like games do they is that Battleborn that they're producing? Yes, I want to say yes. I mean that's being developed by Gearbox, but is it produced by Battle or by them? Battleborn? Are they doing something? They're doing something else. It's the one that looks like Battleborn. Oh, excuse Paragon. me. Paragon? No, not Paragon. Fortnite. No Fortnite. They might be doing Fortnite. No, no it's that not. one we played at QuakeCon. It was like Red vs. Oh, really? Blue. I thought they were doing that one. I don't know. Maybe. We're about to find out right now. Brett looks it up. Anyway, let me go through this article. So, you can actually go to Bethesda and register at the site to get access to go to this actual conference. So, if you guys are in the LA area or you can get yourself there somehow and pay for room and board, go for it. But you have to be 17 or older, so definitely... Check your age at the door, okay? Um, You're right. Bethesda streaming the entire event beginning at 6.15 p.m. Pacific. Showcase begins at 7 Pacific. And the after event is called BE3 Plus, starting at 8. BE3 Plus. Yeah. I guess it's Bethesda E3. Yeah. 
So they they have here's what's coming out, but one's gonna be out already. Doom is coming out May thirteenth, so that'll be here. That's Bethesda's publishing. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like we're really quiet. This is like driving me nuts. Anyway, Bethesda's got a uh, Doom coming out. Dishonored two is coming out in the third quarter of twenty sixteen. And uh, then we also have uh, Battlecry, which, like you said, is coming out as well. So that's all they have. And then they have, like, Fallout 4 DLC. So I'm pretty determined, pretty certain that they're going to announce some kind of new game. New IP or probably a continuation of another game. So, um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're going to come out with some kind of mobile app or something. Which, it was nice of them to dive into that, you know? Yeah. So that's not enough for, like, a separate conference, though. Say what? That's not enough for like a separate conference. Oh no, no, know? no! I'm so saying like, like they'll probably have another mobile yeah, game yeah. in their whole repertoire or whatever. So this is really interesting that Bethesda doing a second one, which could be the snowball effect that we've been looking for. We're now like maybe every day within a week, all these big companies are going to start doing this instead of doing E3 where you can only go in if you're press and stuff. Like, imagine this thing right here where you as a fan, a gamer, can go to the actual conference held by, like, you know, the biggest studios. That's game-changing. Like, can you imagine just going to L.A. for a week and then just, like, straight up, you get to go try these demos out for yourself? That'd be awesome. That is amazing. Yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to, and I hope this kind of snowballs, which I guess it kind of sucks that E3 is ending because it was nice to have, like, those back-to-back conference streams. But uh, to get your hands on it, that's, yeah, that's where it's at. Yeah. So that's what I got for you. Yeah, we need some demos for sure. Um, so uh, Rock Band 4 has been trying to raise money to produce a PC version of Rock Band 4. And uh, they did it on the website Fig, which was developed by, I believe it was started by an actual game developer. But Fig is a site to uh, crowdfund money for video games specifically. And uh, they put this out there. They wanted $1.5 million. And what did they get? $792,000. So they didn't succeed. And that's a bummer. But it made them realize because most of the donations, 592 million of those donations roughly, were investors. And the other 200,000 were actual individual backers so that shows you there really wasn't for a company like harmonics who's pretty well known it shows you that there isn't a huge demand for pc rock band and i agree i would why would it i want to play no, it doesn't make any rock sense. band on my pc yeah, no why do they even think about that why not just support the consoles i mean that's wasted money right there every all the, i mean and there's no reason to because now playstation 4 which we'll talk about later and xbox one now have remote play to their pc so What's the point? <laughs> like, that's just that's. It feels weird to PlayStation. Anyway, we'll get into that later. Yeah, we'll get into that later. But uh, yeah, I was I was surprised to hear about that. But they failed and it didn't succeed. And um, it's interesting because there's there's different questions that people asked or like complain about, and then so they responded to a few of them. So for example, they said that you guys should finish work on Rock Band Four before you start a new project, and they were like, well, we have a team dedicated to upgrading and improving Rock Band Four. So even though we're doing this, we haven't taken any impact away from the Rock Band 4 development. Um, they also talked about how the timing for this campaign is terrible. We wanted it years ago. And uh, they thought they wanted to launch a PC version alongside the consoles last fall. 
but uh, it ended up not working out for them. Um, so they decided to do it this time around. And uh, yeah, and then people complain about the price and then how you shouldn't be asking us for money because Rock Band makes a billion dollars and all this stuff. They have reasons for everything, but ultimately... <laughs> as it, we usually do. Yeah, as we usually do. But ultimately they didn't make it and it failed and there's no Rock... They officially announced today that there will be no rock band no. for a PS. Say it ain't so, Brett. My heart is broken. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm just gonna take my controller, walk up to my PC with my Xbox, and then just play it on there. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go a little more destructive with that. <laughs> no. Gonna yeah, take, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take, take my controller. controller. <laughs> I'm gonna bash on the ground and destroy it. No, I was gonna bash it on your PC. Oh no! Don't do that. Oh yeah, we need to do that. No. Yes. We're so upset, Brett. We need to get our anger out. And I'm not in a upset way at all. That is defining and memorable. I saw Mumford and Sons on Monday Monday night. <laughs> Did and, they uh, do that? Yeah, actually, <laughs> they mash their PC with their guitar. They, they mash their drum set. The uh, lead singer uh, was up there playing drums, and I didn't know he played drums, so that was kind of cool. And he goes over to the drum set, and he like finishes a big, huge, heavy duty solo that they're doing. He just like yeah. bam, like kicks his drum set all <laughs> over the place. So I'm like, man, that's probably like Sound a thousand dollar drum set right there. And he's just throwing it around. But they they they, they just, make a lot of money. Yeah, so they, they just get it, and that that's just part of their insurance. If anything, now I want to play rock band, <laughs> but I don't have the drum set for it. Oh man. Anyway, oh, no. so as you know, I love mods. Yes, you do. <laughs> I'm I'm a mod modaholic. Yes. I guess is a, a term you can... Yes, you can quote me on that. Yes. I was going to say a mod... There is a such... There's a thing mod called... Mod addicts, but... Called a MA. That's called Modders Anonymous. <laughs> you need to sign up for that. Oh, man. <laughs> is it next door to Alcohol... Alcoholics Anonymous? No, it's next door to... Never mind. Yeah. Don't yes, it is. That. Okay, cool. Let's go with that. Anyway, so... Aliens Colonial Marines. Do you remember this game? No. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I think that's how bad it I, is. Well, apparently, yeah. They, like, said apparently. it was shit. But. I, I looked it up on Steam, and it got mixed reviews, and usually mixed reviews means it is bad. Yeah. So, apparently, a modder who goes by Templar GFX has spent his time trying to overhaul this game, and, it's, and you can get the mod. The mod's called ACM Overhaul, and I looked it up online. And I didn't see what it was beforehand, but definitely what he had done to it on the YouTube video I watched is amazing. What did he do to it? Like, he just made it more eerie and scary and, like, actually, like, something. It's kind of like, um, you know those games Travis has been streaming where you have a flashlight and you're going in this yeah, place? Yeah. It's like that, basically. The walking simulator. Yeah, things, except yeah. you're, you know, in Aliens and on a spaceship and you're trying to figure out stuff. So, so like, Alien Isolation. But scarier. There's less light. Really? Yeah. It's like usually, technically, it's just like ambient light that's streaming in through like cracks and stuff, and or, or like you know down a hallway, and there's just, it seems scary and it actually looks interesting. I'll see where this mod goes, and if it does anything good, because I, I didn't play this game, and I don't know if I want to play this game, but from what I saw with the music and the sound effects. Whatever it was before, apparently now it, it definitely feels like a more robust game worth playing. That's good. But um, I don't know. If you, you guys send us, leave us a post on Facebook or something. Let us know if you played this game and what your experience was. But and then if you have played this, please let us know if it was good or not. Yeah, I'm curious. It, it looks really good, and I was like 
like really close to actually getting this really? just, to, just to try it out. But I was like, that's just too risky. I'd hate to get. Man, how much is it now? It's like, fifteen bucks. Yeah, it's fifteen bucks. Yeah, but still, it's like you hey, just bought an HTC Vive for eight hundred. Yeah, so, so. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't need to buy anything else right now. <laughs> but it's definitely intriguing, and if you like modding and you have this game, check it out. This guy looks like he spent a lot of time on it. So, what is the game itself like? The vanilla game? Is it a uh, first-person shooter? Yeah, it's a first-person shooter. Okay. Yeah. So your your Marines trapped on a spaceship. It seems like, and aliens are doing their thing. Okay. Breeding and killing people. Single player only, or is there multiplayer? Uh, I think I believe there's a multiplayer with it. Okay, but um, he 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 changed the AI up for AI up for aliens and humans. Nice. Add new animations, new shaders, decals, lightings, quote unquote, the works. So, yeah, uh, cool. Well, on that note, which is not on that note, but I'm gonna say that anyway. PlayStation 4 is dropping a new update as of, wait, let me remember my, myself when it is. Today, it came out. Um, it is out as of today, which when you get this podcast, it will have come out yesterday. Anyway, PlayStation has a new 3.5 update that's launched, and it comes with a lot of new features. Some of those include the ability to appear online, which I feel like should have came with the original console, but that's okay. So now you can say, you can play your game and make yourself, I used to have to do this a lot. I had friends I used to play with, quote unquote friends, that I would play with, but then they would like nag me to play games or they would be super anal about the fact that I was on but didn't want to play with them. But I just want to like, you know, just play. So I would appear offline because that's what, I mean, I just didn't want to be bothered by anybody. And uh, so you have that ability now, which is really nice. So, um... That's cool, and they also added a friend online notification. So now you get notified when your friends come online. I thought that existed already. Yeah, I thought that did too. Every time yeah, someone well, comes it, on, like, it always says when like people join a party, I guess, but it doesn't oh, say yeah. when somebody comes I online. Guess right. I guess um, right. And then it's got th- so th- this one is kind of cool here. Uh, user scheduled events. So on the events tab, you can uh, create an event date. So you can set up an event and say, okay, we're going to do this, invite your friends to it. And then on that day, they get a notification saying that, hey, uh, that's time to play. So you jump on your console, you're automatically put in a party and you're ready to start playing. And you can also share this event with a community. So if you're in a community within the communities of PlayStation, which I haven't looked at too much yet, but if you're in a community, like say you're playing Destiny, you're like, I need to do a raid on this day. You can set up a community event have people join and sign up for it, and then they're automatically thrown in the party and ready to go. Have you tried the communities? Or no, it it just doesn't make. The, I went in to look at them like yeah. early on. Now maybe they're more robust and stuff like that. But I was like, this is not anything interesting or worthwhile or worth even looking into. Like, yeah, I don't know like, how it works yet. I mean, uh, this I don't is know nice what the though, Nathan Drake so. collection group was. It was like treasure hunters or something, and it was just like a couple. Like I don't know what you do with these people besides like, oh, let's talk about this game. It's like, I mean, it's meant to. It's be... It's hard to talk on a PlayStation. Like, it is. I don't want to type it out. Messages. It is. It's meant to be something where like you join in a party and just. I mean, it's that weird, awkward. Okay, I'm going to talk to you. I don't know who you are. I, I, it makes sense for Destiny chat. because that lack of support in that game makes this a necessity, you know? But for other games, it just doesn't make sense to me. Just like Nathan Drake Collection. I mean, I guess there was multiplayer on that game. Maybe not. I don't remember now. I didn't play any any multiplayer. Yeah. So maybe not. I don't know. I mean, 
I feel like this needs to be a form that needs to be online and not on a system. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's thing. it's it's good, but yeah, the communication. I haven't seen how the communication works. I haven't. Either. And it, it is but weird it just, to see. It strikes me to as know that. how that works, but I think it's a logical thing to have there if you can easily add and follow people that you want to play with. And I mean, if you have a clan or whatever, you know, you can get people together in that clan, and then you can always see who. I mean, especially if you have a big group. Like when I used to have my gaming community back in the day, like we had like 35 people. The only way we knew if we were on, I mean, you have to sift through your friends list, which could be really long, or you could go into the team speak and find out. But with this, you can see who in your group is online. Yeah. And um, even though you're not friends with them, if you have a big community kind of thing. So that's yeah. kind of cool, I guess. And but, then just like organizing events is, I just think this part makes it worthwhile with the communities, being able to invite communities well, to an event that you're hosting. I feel like hosting. that should have been integrated to begin with oh yeah for sure like you have this giant community and like people want to like i it'd be cool to have like i'm gonna name drop cassie mexican like if he had a playstation which he probably does if he like had his own group yeah i was like hey guys i'm gonna be on at this time let's all play together or whatever yeah i just i don't know like whatever whatever that could be well, we'll utilize that That's whenever right. the inner gamer gets really big. We'll have <laughs> exactly. our own community and get people to come and join us. Bam. There you go. I think that is how it's used a lot, though. Like, either people that have a community. I mean, it's for people that have a community already established. And it just yeah. makes it easier for them to link up on the console they're already on. Because then you don't have to exchange PSN names and all that stuff. It's just they're there. Yeah. I guess I need to go back and check it out because when I did, I saw a lot of groups that seemed kind of pointless. Like, well, there's gonna be a lot. Of there was for no, sure. there was no reason for them to exist. Yeah. Besides that, they all like the same thing. And it's well, like, it's, well, it's kind of like. I mean, that's good though. I mean, I I would look, I would seek out a group that is obsessed with Rocket League or, you know, see like, that makes sense because it's multiplayer game, right? Again, I'm going to go back to Nathan Drake because when I went so there, you're talking single player specifically. It just didn't make sense for like, it to be Like, why would there. you want to have a group? That's, yeah, you just go yeah, there and maybe you talk a on a PC bit. would be better because exactly. you can just go in there, and communicate, and chat. Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. So yeah, that that, that multiplayer is kind of weird games, for sure. But yeah. then I feel like it should be a dedicated like already like this is the Destiny community, so everyone just floods to this and not have like different. I don't know. Maybe they should have featured communities on top of like other communities yeah. that can be claimed i don't i didn't go it's hard with That's, that because you'd have to i think the nice thing about having the user generated ones is that you can have your own sub community of a destiny community because if you're in the cool. destiny community yeah, i like that you're gonna have like i mean there's gonna be thousands of people in there you're not gonna be able to keep track of everybody but like yeah. if you have your own gaming community those people are all going to connect through this one central hub mm-hmm. and interact but i don't know what the features yeah. are I, I need to go check it out. I'm saying all this stuff, but I don't, I don't know if it's changed or what's been. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I don't know, so I don't know what I'm talking on, about. Moving on. So, uh, they also have the ability to... Uh, there's there's more on the update. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> My bad. They also have the ability to uh, play together. So basically, this feature allows all members of a party to see when each person is playing so you can easily join a friend's game. So rather than like having to go through the friends list, you can just go into your party and see what they're playing. So it makes it a little more accessible. Uh, then this is the... Well, actually, I'm going to skip this and come back to it. Um, they have the uh, broadcasts. We can now broadcast to daily motion, so you have more places you can broadcast to. Um, you have social improvements, so you can share your friend's best moments to your feed for everyone to see. Um, you can tag players when you share videos on screenshots, and etc. You can make your friends not miss anything on your great gaming moments, which I don't think I've ever used and probably never will use. Um 
the uh, you can change the status of the PlayStation Network services. You can do uh, uh, teens can have there's a teen account creation, so teens can create their own account and start playing it offline mode until parents approve the account. And that's I don't know what that is. And there's a PlayStation Plus hub, which is a place for PlayStation Plus members to easily access and manage their online storage of their Plus games, and also see from your PS Plus games you purchase which of your friends also have those games so i like that they're trying to bring that in because like i like steam when i'm gonna buy a game i can look at steam especially if it's multiplayer i can look at steam and see which of my friends wanted that game and which of my friends have that game before mm-hmm. i purchase it yeah and i love that that's, that's, that's really nice such a small little thing but it's awesome yeah and yeah. this is a little bit of that mm-hmm. kind of entering into the playstation experience but the big thing that they're going to do is remote play on the PC and Mac. So now you can uh, play your PS- PS4 on your uh, Windows PC or your Mac laptop or computer. So, yeah. Okay. I guess it's nice if you have like people that are over and your like wife is watching TV and you want to play your games on your PlayStation, you can pull out your laptop and play. Because it doesn't have to be like a, I don't think it has to be a super high quality rig. It just needs to have support, it and over then it the streams internet, it over yeah. the internet. Yeah, so your just, just internet has to. I, be good. I've never know. I, it just doesn't. I don't know. For me, it just doesn't make sense that you can connect your PlayStation. It makes sense to connect your PC to the TVs, but it doesn't make sense the opposite direction. It's well, like I, I understand like connecting your Xbox controller to your, your PC, but not vice versa with the PlayStation. Okay. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't know how you go about that. I just, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I know it's possible, but it just seems weird to me. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, just the fact that you can't, let me, like, PlayStation Sony, 4 controllers Microsoft, make sense on. Play, competing, I don't know. Yeah. That whole thing. Yeah. I'm old. <laughs> you are old, man. Super old. Man, I had the best experience plugging in my Xbox controller the other day in my PC yeah, I've like never. I don't know. If, for some reason, like I feel like I've never had it that easy. But like one night, Wait, what, I had, what you, which one? Just the the Xbox 360 controller. Oh, oh. yeah. So like I was uh I was uh, playing uh, Rocket League with this guy that it, little the, one of the guys we met down at the PAX. Okay, and uh, we were jumping on the Rocket League one night. It was like two o'clock in the morning, and uh, <laughs> he, he was. I was playing with the keyboard, and he was like, "Dude, no, you don't play the keyboard on here. You play with the controller." <laughs> And I was like, well, the keyboard, I feel like I'm pretty good at. And he's like, no, there's PCs just because it's you get better response rates and stuff like that. I was like, okay, whatever. So I pulled out the Xbox controller. I plugged it in. Bam, it started right up. I've never had it work that quickly. Wow. I don't know what happened. Maybe it always happens. But That's that how- moment was that moment. <laughs> that moment, yeah. But I still prefer the X- the PS4 controller on Rocket League than I do the Xbox controller. No, I agree. Well, yeah. my dongle just, it's you just I just turn it on and bam, there it is. It's done. See, I need to get that. Donald's nice. Well, actually, I don't need to get it because the Oculus is going to have it. There you go. It's so just I'm just going to wait. With it. Yeah. Bam. And it comes with a dongle. Dongle. That word's so funny. <laughs> I love that word. Anyway, this is a new article you just added. Tell I did. Tell me about this. Yeah, so I was going to- replace it with something? I did. Okay. I was going to- uh, uh, GameSpot. Oh, you're going to talk about the review. I was going to review yeah. the HTC Vive, but since I bought it, I, was, I figured we'll just wait. Yeah. We'll have- this is good, though. I forgot about this, and I'm really excited yes. to hear about this because it was cool. This caught my eye during the week, and uh, let me see. Let me pull this up right here. IKEA just released a VR app on Steam, company hopeful for VR shopping. 
So users can. Okay, IKEA is a furniture store that came over from. I'm not positive. Sweden. Sweden. I believe. Over in that area, the Nordic regions of Europe, and they came over to America, and now they're you know they're just really big across the world. I feel like at least in uh, the English speaking countries, and apparently they're releasing a VR app where you can go in and uh, uh, in a confined space and actually like look at certain options you can get for all they're showing Scandinavia. Is Scandinavia. Thank you. This is Nordic something. Oh, no, it was founded in Sweden. I knew what I was talking about. 1943, founded in Almot Municipality, Sweden. I don't know why just don't I even, did that. Yeah, Never no. mind. Anyway. Sweden. <laughs> Sweden, guys. Yes, Sweden. Sweden. Well, you're in a confined space because, obviously, this, this is coming for the vibe. So, this is really awesome. And I'm definitely going to check it out. And it's out until August this year. And then they're going to ask for, I guess this is technically the free beta test for everybody. All they show here is you're in a kitchen. And you can walk around as a three, uh, three by three child or a six by four adult. So really, yeah. So wait, isn't this like a decorating app? No, this is this is just like a dip. It's like if you went to the store. So instead of going to the store, you, you just, go yeah. as in the VR headset. Exactly. Except, why would you want to be a child? I just to see what a child like. I guess safety issues, maybe. Okay, I could see yeah. that. And so you can change colors on stuff. You can pull things out. You can take pots out. You can put stuff on the stove. You can, you can like, d- you're demoing they're basically their store and what they offer, which is really cool if you have it. But then again, how many people are going to, they, they say that in five to 10 years, VR is going to be huge, which is most likely, yes, I, I agree with them. Maybe longer. I don't know. Brett, what do you think? I think five, five to 10, 10 years, years. Yeah. I think yeah. five years. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's going to take them long to hit it off. I mean, they've already, yeah. like, made a ton of sales this year. Mm-hmm. And the way things move in technology, it's <laughs> not going to smaller take and cheaper, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, they're trying to grow with this market, and I think it's going to be the next big thing. And, you know, this just shows you that it's not just video games that are really blowing this market up. Like, imagine doing this and being in a conference room. That's why Facebook bought Oculus. Yeah. I mean, there's so many. Like, you can go across the world with this and look all around you with the sound and everything and get the same effect that you're there. You yeah. Know? I mean, heck we can go like, imagine we'll be a, a news and maybe we'll sw- send the drone in that like drops a, an orb or something of some kind. And you can look into like a battle torn area. Well, that's what they're big. That's what the big push is that they've been talking about is that you can like, you'll be able to drop in and throw your headset on and see like a 360 degree view of a live or of an actual like, like event that's taking place that would be that really day. cool yeah that'd be awesome yeah and i think that that's really interesting just that just touring like seeing another space like being able to walk around at the uh the um like on the um the great wall of china without actually going yeah um going to australia and exploring the outback going to antarctica when you don't, don't have to worry about wearing exactly. a jacket. Yeah. Like walk around in it. Multiple jackets, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that you can do, bro. Bro, you gotta turn your turn your sound down, man. My bad. And then you gotta yeah, you gotta turn that off. Anyway. Too much noise. Yeah. So the possibilities are growing. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be awesome. It's really cool to see this. And I mean, next thing you know, you might just go to like a single place in, in, in your 
in your city where you can throw on an Oculus and be like, do you want to shop today? Do you want to travel today? Do you want to play games today? You know, it's just like, bam, throw That's it gonna on. That's going to be weird as I want to do this. I mean, it could even be in your home. You don't have to leave yeah, your home. Yeah, you don't have to like, leave. Just like, oh, yeah, I want all this delivered to my door. Bam, that gets delivered. Like You know that movie Gamer? Yes. Yeah, that's basically yeah, what that's we're going ba- Yeah, it's, that's what it's we're going right towards. Now. I hope that doesn't become a thing. I feel like we're smart enough people to realize that we still want to interact with people in public and we want to interact with people one-on-one, but there is a good thing about it with certain things. You know what I'm excited about with that whole VR? When you were talking about the VR thing, what I thought the Ikea thing was going to be was like, like think of like the HoloLens. You got the HoloLens and you put that thing on and then you can decorate, redecorate your living room because you're looking at your living room and you can be like, oh, I don't want my couch anymore. And it like somehow like digitizes your couch and removes it digitally from the space yeah. you're looking at mm-hmm. and you swipe over to like pick a different couch. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it'd be really awesome. It's yeah. like, okay, I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to put it here. How does this look? Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's what people want. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. It is. Then again, you think about like, Things start getting like a box cutter, not box cutter, like um, cookie cutter homes and apartments. So everything's the same. So they can use those schematics they make in a 3D program straight to the VR and then they can do all that stuff. Yeah. Basically. Um, cool. Uh, well, I got one quote. Uh, Jesper Broden, the Ikea managing director, said uh he added that VR stands to play a major role, quote unquote, in IKEA's future, as it releases, as it relates to offering new customer experiences. For instance, someday it could be used to enable customers to try out a variety of home furnishing solutions before buying them. Bam, bam, awesome, awesome. So, well, speaking of awesome, stop just copying me, Brett. What? <laughs> stop just copying me. What do you mean I'm copying you? I went bam. You went bam. I went sweet. You went sweet. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so uh, drunk people. I'm sorry. You know who Psionics is? I do. Yeah. You know how you know this game Rocket League that I came know. out no, a while back. No. Okay. No. So this is a little game called Rocket League. It was generated with a budget of two million dollars, and it's now generated over seventy million dollars. Just soak that in for a moment. Seventy million. Seventy million dollars. That's awesome. So Psionics, I did not know this, but Psionics prior to this big success that they've had was a contract studio and they were hired to work on things for other companies. For example, they did the multiplayer modes for Mass Effect 3 and they built the multiplayer for Bulletstorm. So that's previously what their company was. And then Rocket League just like... Yeah, <laughs> out of nowhere. Blew up out of nowhere. So they have a lot of quote unquote exciting new games in the works now that they have money and funding to make it happen. So they're hoping that Rocket League's success can help the studio enter a new chapter in their history. So the uh, CEO, Dave Hage- Hagewood, Hagwood, ha- whatever his last name is, <laughs> he, he said that he has a massive, they have a massive backlog of projects that it hopes to talk more about and eventually release one day. So they have a lot of stuff they've been wanting to do. They just couldn't do it because they were basically just contract labor for a long time. And now they're at the point where they can still focus on Rocket League and put everything they got into Rocket League, but are also developing new things and new projects that they hope to reveal at some point. So 
I look forward to this because I mean Rocket League was super well done and they continue to support it really well. They know what the customers want and they haven't disappointed yet. And I think that they're going to be able to whatever they come out with next, like I'm on board with. I don't care what it is. Even if it's like a dating simulator, I don't care what it is. I want to play it and I can't wait. So, yeah. That's that's what's happening. They're working on some new stuff, and it's going to be cool. Anything they come out with, I mean, it's going to get an instantaneous like shine from all like people are going to just enjoy it and love it. But then you know, when it's released, it'll be in the whole other demon. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I wish them the best of luck because so far, blown out of the water, continuously. Yeah, continuously. So you like World of Warcraft, huh? I do like World of Warcraft. Oh, I pulled the wrong article. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. Well, you can do that one if you want to. Okay. Well, fuck. <laughs> did you pull up the Fallout one? I did pull up the Fallout one. All right, do that one. Yeah, I'll do that. Let me just pull this article. So you like Fallout, huh? I do like Fallout. <laughs> Although I've kind of like quit Fallout for a while, and I need to get back on it since they come out with the new uh, automaton or whatever. Yeah. So I'm excited to play it. I just lost all my saves, so I have to like <laughs> go. That's so messed up. Yeah, I don't know. What How happened. did you lose it? I have no idea. All that modding, dude. I have no idea. I have not touched all my the saves at all, but they're gone, so F me. Wow. Anyway, Guy finds every terminal in Fallout 4 and attempt to uncover the last secret. So last month, Todd Howard, the director of Fallout 4, said there are a couple of things within the game that nobody has found yet which I feel like everyone's been scouring this game. I mean, that's, that's yeah, the whole they, point of the game is they've to scour di- it. Di- di- they've dove underwater yes. to the dark depths. Yes. That same guy, whose name is Levonicus, uh, went through the trouble of visiting every single terminal in the game. Levonicus has documented his findings in a massive upload to his Steam profile, and right now there are 1,364 pictures of terminals that, no, that anybody can uh, peruse here. So, he's trying to get people to help him find the the last the last little secret or secrets through these terminals that Todd Howard has been talking about. Okay, that's that's a big. It's a lot of work. That's a yeah. That's a lot. A lot of work. Like that's many many hours, and I don't know who would want to do that. But this guy is taking this task on to actually doing this. So. I don't know what that is. Actually, I really don't know of any other secrets that have been found. I guess I know a few. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that like people taking so much time into this game just to like figure out all its little nooks and crannies and like basically kind of break the game in certain ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just that still baffles me to this day. Well, that's what people. I mean, there's people out there. I realized who was I talking to the other day? They're part of a group that their goal, what they do is they break games like they they're a, a community that gets together to break games do you remember who that was yeah that was out of thumbs oh yeah they were talking wait were they talking about somebody that does that uh they're talking about the community either that or beast cast one of those two yeah, I know what you're talking about yeah yeah it might have been beast cast where they were like it was a reader mail that said like oh we break games and I, I didn't know that existed no no that was that was uh out of thumbs Okay. Shout out to the thumbs. Cool. That was exciting, though. That was interesting to hear. Anyway. Yep. So, that's about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I have a funny story to tell you. Yeah. 
So there's this guy. He's a Republican. Mm-hmm. He is a congressman. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also just happens to uh, he vaped on the House floor one time in February. So that's kind of cool. He vaped. Vaped. Yeah, he did vape. You know and, that actually uh, causes cancer. They found out. Yeah, I believe it. And he also uh, endorsed Donald Trump for president. So this tells you mm. who he is. So let me tell you about this guy. <laughs> he Please is uh, kind of in trouble right now because he has been discovered to have used campaign funds Uh-oh. to buy Steam games. Oh, what? <laughs> Not just any Steam games, but $1,302 worth of video games. I mean, that's not a lot of money, but t- t- still, like... But for Steam games, I mean, th- we're talking Steam here. That's, like, <laughs> that could that's be a like lot. at least... That's, like, at least 1,300 uh, games, maybe. Uh, uh, or, no, not 1,300. Like, 130 games. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. I thought you were supposed to be campaigning and stuff. What are you doing playing Steam games? So, uh, but it's funny, though, because what he <laughs> Is did... Is he campaigning to gamers? No, he... Apparently, his kid did it. That's what he's blaming. He's saying that his child, he's saying that his kid did this. So he comes out and he's like, yeah. So apparently there was a charge on his account, like on his campaign that was going to be paid back. That was a quote unquote personal expense. And uh, his son got his father's credit card to buy a game. And that's what he approved on. And then the son took the money and went and made a bunch of other charges and bought a bunch of other video games with his dad's credit card. And uh, so now this congressman, whose name is Duncan Hunter, is trying to get a refund before repaying the account. So he's basically trying to have the charges refunded because he's like, I didn't do this. My kid did it. It wasn't me. I'm not a bad guy. I don't play video games with my money that I raised from supporters. But... That happened, and I think it's freaking hilarious. So, um, oh, that's, that's that's funny. That is funny. It is. It is. Um, and uh, he also, back in 2013, wrote an op-ed about defending violent video games in the aftermath of a mass shooting. So that's cool that he was on board with that. But uh, we don't know if he actually plays games. Obviously, his kid does. But did his kid sense. spend thirteen hundred dollars on games? I don't know. But I just thought that was pretty awesome. I mean, if he did, and spoiled. Just saying, he's so spoiled. Well, or he's just neglected by his father, who <laughs> is true. campaigning for Congress this, this and is true. doesn't give his son attention. And then <laughs> the son takes his credit card and spends a shit ton of money on games. Well, he's set for them. He, he's yeah. like you, basically, <laughs> minus you spending your dad's money. Yeah, he just has a bunch of games he's never been able to play. Exactly. By him. Anyway, so tell anyway. me about the article that you were going to read, but you didn't. Yeah, so World of Warcraft, <laughs> Blizzard, this monolith of a, or this mon- monolith? No, sure, yeah, close enough. This behemoth of a company and franchise. Has yeah, remember been that going guy on. that's like a behemoth in that video game that's like super big? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one, that guy. They're coming out with a new. I guess you can call it IP. Would you Would you call that a new IP? I mean, technically, children's book? it's not a new IP. They've done books and comics before. Books aren't a new IP. Okay, so Blizzard is teaming up with Scholastic for a new book series aimed at 8 to 12-year-old kids. It's called World of, War- World of Warcraft Traveler. The first novel will be launching in the U.S., Canada, and U.K., Australia, and New Zealand this November. 
Second installment is due in 2017. So, here we go again. Blizzard and World of Warcraft are taking up reins to release this new content. So, Blizzard has been a video game company for many years. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, they're putting out a movie, and now they're putting out books. And they have mobile Well, I guess they've had books before, but... They've had comics, and yeah. They've had novels, but not not like aimed at kids, you know? Yeah. I guess more of teens and stuff like that. They're so, trying to get the younger kids onto the exactly. World of Warcraft. Exactly. Because they're like, oh, we're losing we're exactly. losing people and we need kids to jump yeah. on it. So, like, let's yeah. take the Minecraft kids away and bring them into this game. Which, you know, I I mean, yes, on one hand is the me, it's like they're just going to suck these kids' souls and their money just to, like, get them on this game. And on the other hand... There's so much history and lore in this like world that I feel like every not every kid, but I think some kids should go and experience that. It's just like D and D, you know. There's just so much there, and it keeps growing and evolving. And it, it, yes, it'd be cool to get into that world, especially as a kid. Like, there's just so much to explore. And they're get child in, of if me. You get them into video games. Fine by me. <laughs> exactly. The, I mean, as long as they're not obsessed, it's all gonna lead them that way. So yeah. Um. Let's see, who is the guy? This is written by Greg Weissman, a novelist, comic book, and TV writer who worked on Gargoyles, The Spectacular Spider-Man, and Star Wars Rebels. Book follows a ram, a 12-year-old boy, watches Shorth a little more than a sketchbook in a magical compass. He's finds his way back home, adventuring and making friends along the way. Yeah. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) Uh, That was good stuff. That is all. That's perfect. Forty-five minutes. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to trying to reach? No. <laughs> I just thought that would be you funny. just rudely interrupted me when I was trying to talk about my article. I gotta tell you something crazy. You know better than traps. You know what's happening on the day this podcast comes out, which is not tomorrow, which I thought it was. It's actually Friday. You know what happens the day before this podcast comes out? No. The new Star Wars trailer comes out. For what? Star Wars spinoff that they're doing that's going to be the be- in between between seven and eight. What? Yes. No way. Um, let me find out. I just posted it on Facebook. I've read about this somewhere. I forgot what I read about. It's it's called. Hang on, I'm pulling it up. I posted it on our Facebook page today. Why don't we tell you about Obi Wan Kenobi after this? Yes. Um. Almost there. Here we go. Star Wars Rogue One. Oh, yes. I've yes. been waiting for that. It's dropping it's gonna be awesome. tomorrow morning on Good Morning America. Ah oh, man. <laughs> I'm never going to see it then. Or you can watch on the internet. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, so yeah. Apparently, there possibly could be an Obi-Wan Kenobi spinoff with Ian McGregor. As really? Obi-Wan. Yes. Yes. I mean, could uh, it would be awesome if it was a TV series. I think it would be great as a TV series, like on Netflix or something be phenomenal but we'll see what happens they're possibly in the talks with him maybe something Ian McGregor's still pretty young so like that the time between episode 3 and 4 would be a perfect span of time to just add so much into that that's a long time yeah it's a long time long time dude we have a lot of content coming out I just saw that uh, thing about Doctor Strange 
Yes. Like, just finished production. Oh, it did? Yeah. Oh, nice. So okay. it's that's coming before long. I didn't know oh, Benedict Cumberbatch, bad, or whatever. Cumberbatch. 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 Whatever Devin was called him the other day. I didn't know he was in it, so that's that's Yeah, he, he's starring as... Yeah. He, that guy's a great actor, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I don't remember what he's he was good. in. Sherlock Holmes? Or Sherlock? Never watched it. It was a good show. Oh, the TV show. Yeah, the TV oh, show. My mom's seen that. Mm-hmm. That's She's a good obsessed show. with it. It's great. You should watch it. Yeah. There's only like... I should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> remember how I started Jessica Jones? Oh. Yeah, I haven't finished that yet. Oh. What have you finished? Tell me that. Mad Men. That Mad was the last Men. TV oh, show I finished. Oh, my gosh. That's the last TV show you've... Well, I mean, you've been finishing The Walking Dead. I mean, I've been Dead. watching a lot of shows. Yeah, I've been finishing The Walking Dead. I will finish it, like, in this week, so that's good. Better Call Saul, I have one. I just had the fun out. Like, oh, man. Yeah, I've seen everything else. I have, like, five episodes. Yeah, dude, I, I've watched it all. I've been keeping up with that. I've been keeping up... I'm two episodes behind on Better Call Saul, but it's that's not good. terrible. I need to watch that, too. There's yeah. just too much to watch and play. Yeah. I just got Star Wars today, so I'm going to watch that later. I'll play a little bit of... Today? Yeah. I want to watch it. You can watch it after me. Damn it. I mean, do you want to? We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we're going to get this podcast. All right, podcast guys. And- we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back on another day, which for you is going to be in five seconds, but with us, it's a different day, and we're going to talk about um, what we want for the next Nintendo console. So stay tuned. Wait, we're going to go back in time when we're all together as a group. Alright. It's a good song. It is and a good we're song. We're back. That was a great introduction to, to our it. discussion topic At that lunch. we're about to have right now. Send it to me. <laughs> oh good. That that was our lead in to our discussion topic. <laughs> so today Nintendo Wait, we, you put that song in the discussion? Yeah. Oh cool. That was that was part of it, yeah. Yeah. That's Nintendo. Awesome. So uh I thought since we had talked about this a couple of weeks ago with the uh news of Nintendo NX and what it possibly is going to be I thought it would be a good topic to uh, discuss what we want from our next Nintendo console and yeah. what does it need to survive. Yeah. So before we get into this, <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit. VR. It's just crawling. We're going to talk <laughs> a little bit. Please play uh, me, remember? This is going to be a good discussion. Remember already. the good times. So <laughs> nostalgia. before we start. Nostalgia. nostalgia. <laughs> every, every, sorry. So before we start. I'm Mario. <laughs> want to briefly don't talk about Mario. the history don't of Nintendo. <laughs> You're gonna get hit in the face. Soon. I know. I'm sorry. Give, give me. Give me this. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, so Nintendo. So back in the day, yes. we had a Nintendo. Yes, we did. Uh, everyone had named Nintendo. Wait, which one? Everyone go. Which 64. one did you start with? I started the 64. 64. He went. He went farther back. The, the original. He's older. Cool. He's older than us. Well, shut up. <laughs> Not that much older. How see, old are see you? Those, see those wrinkles? Are you thirty? <laughs> thirty. Turn thirty-one in like a couple months. Dang. Oh, I was. I was. I was just kidding. I thought you were like twenty-six or something. Ouch! <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like, I was just saying. Well, you number. look. You I guess look that's a good compliment. That, that yeah, you mean, that means you look younger. Yeah. Thanks. I didn't know you were thirty. Yep. So so we were born 30. we were born when the <laughs> Nintendo came out and He's Devin old. was playing it. <laughs> I am too. 
The original NES right. came out in the year that I was born, you asshats. <laughs> God. I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, there's the original Nintendo. Then they have the Super Nintendo, right? Yep. Yep. Classic, classic. Nintendo 64. It's even more of a classic. And then we had the GameCube. Anybody, anybody ever have that? downhill. Yeah. Yep. Uh, then the Wii came out, kind of revitalized the uh, Wii, the Nintendo During that generation, life. I was surprised how, like, Sales blowing that was at the very beginning. Oh, no. Just I worked at GameStop at that time, and sold people out. People literally everywhere. like hounding my UPS driver when he came in. Like, <laughs> did you have any wee boxes in any of that? <laughs> no, ma'am. Please quit following him. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had the Wii U. Yep. Yeah, and that came out. So, which ones did you guys own? Like, of all of them, <laughs> I had a. You've owned all of them? I've owned every single oh, man. Nintendo really? console. Absolutely. Holy shit. The first yeah. one and N64. It's the only ones. Okay. Oh, and a Wii U, but uh, technically 64 Wii and Cube. I just had a, the 64. That was all I ever owned. I actually then, played the Cube I had, I had quite extensively. Yeah. Me and you both. Yeah, we both played it a lot. Yeah. Kids. Did, did you guys play the, what was it, Super Smash Bros. Brawl? Was that what was on that yeah, one? Just yeah, just we played Smash. Super SSB Smash. Oh, was that Melee? That was on that Melee was on there, I think. Hours because one of those was like Super the Smash Brothers Melee was the one on the GameCube. Super Smash Wasn't Brothers Brawl was the Wii. What was that Wasn't one the RPG Melee we one, played? Like the best I one ever. Fantasy Star Online. I loved. I think, I think Melee. that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Super Smash Brothers Melee two that was fantastic. Yeah. We need to stop doing this whole. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We're like, let's stay on topic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are. We're just... Well, you keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> you don't stop. I'm just introducing the. I'm just getting us. You don't stop. I know. <laughs> yeah, can't stop addicted to the shindig. There you go. That was a, I was thinking that same thing actually. <laughs> Don't stop. Go ahead, Brett. Sing it. Sing it, Brett. Yeah. Hold no, on to that. Feel it. Feel it. Um. Anyway, so then we also had the portable devices. Yep. Game Boy. Anybody have a Game Boy? Oh, yep, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Not Game the first Boy, one. I had the Game Boy Color. I think Color, I spent yeah. a year on that game. The like the Pokemon games. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. A good year of my life. Yeah. They're, they were pretty No, I had good. like in time, like I'm not talking about, oh, I played it for a year. I'm saying like a whole year was my face on that Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have the Game Boy Ice? No. Or no. Blue or whatever. Yeah, it was like it was like a Game Boy, but they started doing the whole like thinner, more cool looking one. Oh, you mean the was, one that was more horizontal than I mean, than vertical? It was just, it was just no. a, it was a thin Game Boy. Yeah, that's all it was. It a thinner was. Game Boy, oh, but it was stupid. like in like Arctic ice looking. I thing. Know, I, think, yeah. I thought it was badass at the time. That. I was yeah. like, yeah, look at my one, Game Boy. I think the last one it's I got cooler. was like a Game Boy Color, and it was like the one that was a little bigger with a bigger screen. Oh yeah, yeah. And I played Pokemon on that. But my sister got the uh, the Pikachu one. And I was so pissed off. I like that one. I was like, I want that one. Here, you take mine. <laughs> we were so petty. Oh, no. Like, yeah. like, we were kids. It, like, if someone had the new Game Boy Color, we had that shitty first version. We were <laughs> yeah. like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like you anymore. We did not, not, not get not along. That, not only that, but you think about, like, when the... All the accessories that came up for all the handheld oh, shit. Oh yeah! When the when the person like <laughs> when the person only had the Game Boy just shoved in their backpack, but then someone else walked in with that beautiful Game Boy carrying case. Oh yeah! I was like, held it out. You were just like, <laughs> I just looked at them, just like, oh, any way to like, please show people. And they'd open it up. I have all my games organized in here, and they flip it open. <laughs> it's like opening a treasure chest. So like opening the Ark of the Covenant. Just my face melted from glory. <laughs> I have extra battery pack and. I have the it was a glow in the dark it was a big light. deal it was a big it deal was. it was a huge deal Brett did you have that same experience 
No. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Y'all a bunch of chumps. I mean, I had, <laughs> Y'all a bunch of chumps. I had the Game Boy Color, and I think I had like four games. That was about that was, it. Yeah, that was like me too. I didn't play it a whole lot. I just played a lot of Pokemon Yellow. God, Pokemon was just such an addicting game. I, oh remember, I, I never played a single Pokemon. Well, game. I just remember really? everyone. Oh, yeah, that's right. Everyone was like Charizard, Charizard. I was like, no one gives a fuck about Charizard. I, I was, was Blastoise Mew and man. Mewtwo. Well, everyone got a Mewtwo. I was Pikachu. Mewtwo. No, that was my Mewtwo. <laughs> <laughs> it's my Mewtwo. I, I, I remember like some of the specifics to this day. I still remember stuff like there was that one Mewtwo that you could get that was like a copy. Like it wasn't the real thing. Oh, yeah. But it, and it wasn't as powerful as the real one that you could get in the game. For some reason, they made that way. Because there was that one glitch, you know, you go up and down that one area and you get like random Pokemon for some reason. Yeah. That was that, everyone did that and they're like, oh, look what I got. I've got a Charizard, Blastoise, Mewtwo, and a Venusaur. And you're like, uh, all of those are copies and you're a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, well, eventually they came out with one of those cartridges where you just you trade. traded with yourself. Yeah, it's but like, it was, oh, it was yeah. still difficult to, to be able to do all that because sometimes they wouldn't listen to you and then they had that like. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah, if you trade, like, they had a thing where if you traded Pokemon, sometimes they just wouldn't listen to you. Like, you'd be like, hey, use uh, Vine Whip, and he'd be like, it's nah. not uh, it's not listening, it, it's nah. not paying attention, and you're just like, nah. what? I told you to do something. No, no, I'm not going to do it. No, nah, I don't want to. <laughs> it would just get attacked. I don't want to. It, it would let itself get attacked, and it wouldn't even fight back. I'm just like, you're, you're an idiot. You're this Pokemon idiot. is stupid now. Anyway, so, did you guys ever have a, a DS or a 3DS? Yeah, not a DS. No, I don't yeah. think so. Did you? So I didn't know that they had the 3DS, and mm-hmm. then they brought out a new 3DS. The new 3DS that came with the colored buttons and everything. Yeah. That's so weird. Yep. And then there was games that you could play on the new 3DS, but not the old 3DS. Correct. Why? <laughs> <laughs> to suck out more money of that. Yeah, all those I guess. We're going kiddos. under, guys. We need money. <clears throat> that's be, that's when they say, "Oh, they'll pay for it." Yeah. No, they, no. That's that's that's. I feel like that's a legit thing. Like that they, is. Like there's some like uh, what's his name from uh, Nintendo? Like their main <laughs> spokesman guys just said, yeah, they'll pay for that. Don't worry about it. Yeah, they'll buy it. Don't worry about it. But should we make uh, uh, games uh, interchangeable between consoles? No, no. no. They'll no. pay for it. No, they'll pay for <laughs> it. Don't worry Come about on. it. Don't worry no, about it. No, they'll be fine. They'll be good. Um, they'll buy the shit out. That, of that. sounds like <laughs> bungee. We've already got them on a hook. It's more than. It's better than crack. I mean, uh, but they'll be fine. They'll buy it. Which is true because we've been buying video games for a yeah. long time now. Well, on that note, yeah. we've talked a little bit about the Nintendo devices. We've talked about the uh, consoles and then their portable counterparts that they mm-hmm. brought out. Yep. There are rumors that the new Nintendo NX that is in development right now is supposed to be a cross between a console that you use at home and also a component of it that you can take it with you and make it portable on the go hmm. so it's one game system that can double as both a home console and an on the go like game boy style console man i'll tell you what nintendo never fails to to think outside the box yeah they, they really <laughs> they really don't like the the way that they you look at like sony and microsoft yeah has that controller changed very much in no the they pretty no. much stick to their guns they stick they stick with what works yeah they, they stick, stick to their to guns pretty good now nick six four man they're not afraid of nothing Man, I mean, look at how much all these Nintendo controllers have changed over the years. It's the Nintendo 64, they made that controller as if they thought someone had a, had a third arm coming out of the yeah. <laughs> that thing was straight so out of their weird. chest. No, it's fantastic. Well, just just yeah. look at the difference between the 64 and the Cube. Yeah, my God. 
And I then, mean, they just oh, went, yeah. and no, then, let's just make a new one. That's all completely, completely different. And then the cube to the Wii, they basically took the game. The ga- <laughs> they, took, they took the GameCube, uh, the GameCube controller, broke it in half, yeah. and said, "Let's just make this two pieces." <laughs> You could disconnect they went from them if three you wanted to two to one. one. It was like you know, let's just break it down and just oh, keep breaking God. it in half. Break this shit in half. Look, guys, <laughs> look at it. And then with and the then, way you, they took they took that they took that one. Thing. It's like, you want to great? Melt them. Let's put, <laughs> let's put a screen in between them. Just shove it together, and now it's just a screen. Look at two screens now. And on the sidelines, PlayStation Xbox is just looking like you it, guys are fucking crazy. Looking looking on in Frankenstein. Like, like what are they literal doing? Yeah, that's what they are. This guy, Nintendo's just like these mad people, scientists in the back, like, "Ah!" (laughs) I will take sign controllers, I will make it into a new creation. (laughs) That's where all the Nazi scientists went. (laughs) They went to N64. That's, that's what it turned into. That's what it turned into. They yeah. like, hey, they wait, st- these guys ex- are really smart. They stopped experimenting crazy. on people, and they just moved to control. <laughs> they just went into game gaming. This is much more fun. The minds of young children. Me and Wolfgang have been creating new controller. <laughs> Wolfgang? Me and Wolfgang. Uh, this, this is what... <laughs> oh, my God. The leaked footage is of a potential... What It might be the controller. Those crazy sons of bitches. Now it's like an eye... It's like an eye. Yeah, it's like a pad. It's, it's like oval It's got a screen on it, and then a little two Two joysticks. Buttons. Okay, this hold on. Final, hold on. And a place to listen If that's the controller... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I have human hands. <laughs> yeah. I have ten digits... That's not something I look like I can hold on to. Yeah, it looks really difficult to. Hey, oh, but you it, can. It could be a cell phone, and it could be your Game Boy. Yeah, but look at the, the look time. at the the pads. They're they're the, oh, the size of my you know thumbnail. Well, that, well, well I mean, the, it's the, hard it, to tell. That looks what like it, they would be awkward to hold. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's not like it just rests in the hand. Yeah, That's what it with the, the, with a yeah. Sony and Microsoft controller. They rest in the hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. just so just it's great. Just. They're just for gin- your hands. Just gingerly, just molded yeah. to my to my extremities. That's that not- looks like something I have to strap to my mouth or something. I don't know. <laughs> what? Like I have to like what kind of toy is this? There's a special way you gotta hold it and uh, you <laughs> manipulate the buttons I, and you gotta you do the alphabet you, with your tongue. You swipe across a. it with your nose or something. I don't know. A is for no, Alfred. They, they actually they invented that just for you, <laughs> Devin, because oh, you like to slap people in the mouth. I do. So that's what it's go. for. It's like you slap I do enjoy it's slapping people in the mouth. It's your mouth guard. Hey, it's it's Nintendo. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crazy Nazi scientist. To, to open the chest, slap him in the mouth. <laughs> to, wait, I don't. They think put a domestic be... violence <laughs> controller yeah. in here. Yeah, so anyway, what do you guys want from the next Nintendo game? Con- VR, system? dang it! I want really? VR. No, I don't know. What I man, want I don't it. know. Um, but I think they're gonna need it. Like, are you talking about controls or just games in general? No, I'm Can talking about like the new overall, new console. Yeah. Like, what do you want it to do? Like, what do you I want backwards Nintendo compatibility? Okay. First yeah. and foremost, they the, do the that. Fact, the fact that companies haven't like Microsoft is the only one that's doing backwards compatibility mm-hmm. with their system right now pisses me off to no end. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, they want you to spend more money. I get it. Now on the Microsoft backwards it. compatibility, you have to pay stuff for that. How does no, that work? No, it's free. This is part it's of your a, plus. It's, a, it's, a, it's essentially just emulating the Xbox 360s. All it's did doing. you have to? Do you have to at one point own those games though? Yeah. Okay. So if you don't at least know, how that. do you? How do they know? Well, because you link uh, your account. Yeah, they look at your Live. account. It's like yeah, your Xbox Live account. And see what you've downloaded. Okay. 
So yeah. I could pull mine up right now. Yeah. But I never downloaded digital games. I always had disc copies back then. Yeah, I Am I too. screwed? You're I don't know. S- you're screwed. Okay. You, may, you, may have, you may have to put them in the system again. Okay. I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I but, see that. Yeah. But your, it, it seems like a it, lot it, of work. Yeah. I, I want backwards compatibility. Yeah. I want to be able to, uh, if this is going to be a, a console where it can be handheld and or, you know, in home yeah. entertainment. I want something seamless. Like if I'm going to be transitioning, like from what I'm holding in my hand and taking that with me, it better be damn comfortable to hold. And that picture you just showed me <laughs> does not look yeah, comfortable. No, right? That does not look comfortable in the least. It looks like I'm controlling the game with my phone. Yeah, is what it looks like to me. Yeah, and I don't. Like and, that. I, and but I, I mean, it, you never know. It. it could be cool. We it don't could, know yet. It could be. It I'm, like. Travis mentioned they're thinking outside the box, and they've always done that, and it's fine. It's worked for them in the past, but, but yeah, they have to sell us this. Like this needs to be a defining console for in some form or fashion. Because if yes. it's not, like this is like I guarantee you, this is it. <sighs> yeah, and then they're gonna have to go if, third party. If you're you're either gonna have to go the way of the way Sony changed their their uh, the way their console was used, mm-hmm. or they're gonna go the way of Sega. To where it was, look at all these cool new consoles, and we're bankrupt. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, See, that's what happened. Yeah. Sega, Sega stopped making consoles because they couldn't get a foothold. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping that this new console, if it does have this ability, I mean, because Nintendo, I don't know if they want to go the route of the best graphics on the market. Like, I mean, they, I mean, they don't have gra- to. Graphics have never been their thing, though. I know, they, that's what I'm saying. They've, yeah. so like, o- they've openly said in the market, we're not after the right. the, the, the best-looking game in existence. So I'm wondering if, fine. if they, since that is their kind of shtick, and they don't really need to have the best-looking graphics, hmm. I want it to be where the controller they should itself at least go 1080 now. most... Oh, yeah. I mean, any any... There's, if they don't bring out a 1080 console, then they're kind of screwed. <laughs> Just, I mean, that's gonna be, <laughs> I mean, you you have little. I mean, my freaking Apple TV's got a 1080 thing on it. And it's yeah. fully, fully every yeah. Anyway, Jeez. but I want it. I want this console to be something that I can. I want it to bring back the whole living room experience of bringing your consoles over and gaming with your friends. Yeah, where like you just need big, huge, massive ass TVs, and your little system can just plug in the side of it and. Playing, That's it. Playing online has changed the way that we play games together. Yeah. But to me, I still have a blast when I get a couple of my friends over and we play a game all together. Yeah. Mario on, Party. Mario Party, Champions of Norath, Gauntlet. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Actually, Super Smash Bros. That makes enemies. Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> Fun. Star Fox. You want to be in the room for yeah, that. Yeah, you can play Star yeah. Fox. Yeah. Give me an incentive to have my friends over to really enjoy a, a fun experience yeah. all together, not and not a toy. Yeah, if they go that route, that whole could, that whole Wii Wii Sports thing, they would dominate the market though. They, if they would went that, that route because that, that's not what anyone. Because no one about. else has that. No one else really cares. Well, the, about that everybody right now. and their dog would be buying that. It wouldn't just be gamers. Like you'd have uh, they would do what they did with the Wii, where <laughs> a lot of people that had the that bought the Wii. Weren't gamers. They were people yeah. that just well, they had that was a, that was a app and stuff. That was a family toy. Yeah, yeah. The Wii was a family toy. Mm-hmm. That was the best way I could describe it. 
it had some games that were for you know veteran gamers, you know loyal gamers who were like, yeah. I want to have my Zelda experience, I want to have my Mario experience, I, I want to have my Pikmin experience. But it it had the the entire Wii market was just flooded with these family toys of stuff to mm-hmm. play. Here's your family game night. Yeah, uh, I remember. Thing. Yeah, here's uh, here's all the fun little board games you can now play on the Wii. And people ate that up. Yeah, I mean, it was well, fun. families ate it up. But as far as like veteran gamers, I I wasn't interested in the no, Wii. No, of at course all. we weren't. And it was just like eh. I was. I mean, I was interested in, in my Wii for. One thing, and I hate even admitting this, but was because of the classic console. Mm-hmm. The fact that I could play Nintendo and Super Nintendo games on my Wii. Okay. That's what I that's what I wanted. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. When I when I wanted to take a trip down memory lane, I would pull up my classics and I would I'd play Act Razor or uh Super Mario World or you know, what whatever it is I wanted to play, I downloaded those on my Wii for that reason. Yeah. For that very reason. But if you think about it, if you have friends come over here that aren't really gamers and you have a Nintendo system I mean, you throw in like Mario Party. It's kind of be kind of easy for them to kind of get the grasp of like what's yeah. happening. Yeah, they Very would fall in. Opposed yeah. to like, hey, let's play down yeah, the Wii shake, online. Shake. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, on the Wii, shake a can of soda. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the boxing one. They had a boxing right? Wii. Yeah, that's oh, fun. I yeah. ate that up, man. Yeah. Oh my god. I bet when you they did. when they came <laughs> out with that Rayman Raving Rabbids for the Wii, that one was a one. bit another big one. Yeah, that was a lot of fun for a lot of people. It was. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's I, make it or break it time. The other thing that people it have been is. talking about is the store that they have, which is less than desirable compared to like the Xbox store and the the Xbox experience and interface and the the uh, PlayStation experience and interface. And I wonder, you know, like Microsoft came out with their Xbox One and they wanted to be the ultimate media center system. <laughs> like this is all you need. And it failed. Like <laughs> yeah, nobody fail. failed hard. People don't use that for their tele. I mean, some people might use it for their cable connection or whatever. I mean, it's all you no, got. No one with their right mind. You are would talking ever a do that. small handful of a small handful. Uh, yeah, those so, people are idiots. I truly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, use my little, Xbox little for everything. Little, little right. So I wonder if Nintendo is gonna like think about that and strip out those I mean like are they going to bring it with Netflix and Hulu and I mean all I think stuff, it's a standard now you should just be just simple. have to have it yeah that is pretty much a standard like that's one of the first yeah. thing that they have for like their suggested downloads in the stores is do you, did you install Netflix Hulu and yeah. and Amazon and mm-hmm. HBO yeah. did you did you install all those okay good all right well here's all the other crap that we, you can download <laughs> if you want here's well, no, the actual console no one buys cable anymore i mean everyone just buys internet and then you I mean, just watch do, your tv shows on it's there it's very like yeah our generation that point is less, of, less that people way. Buy, people buy cable nowadays to get their sports. That's about it, yeah. But you can get that on, you know, oh, yeah. PlayStation. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Can get you can get sports it on, on PlayStation. You can get it on my Apple so, TV. Yeah. You can get it oh, on your look, phone. Okay, I purchased my NFL channel. Perfect. All right. Yeah, and if you want to watch a certain sporting event just, like, one time, you can do that. You don't have to buy a whole freaking sports package and have, <laughs> you know, three or six months of it, and then you'd be like, oh, I don't want this anymore. Exactly. I've already spent $500. Yeah. Or you do the smart thing. <laughs> and you just go to the sports bar and have a beer. And Bam. That would you be go a somewhere better. like Pluckers and you have yourself some wings. And oh, yeah. yeah. God, I want wings right now. Did anyone <laughs> see that soccer game yesterday? No. Holy crap. That was crazy. It. I didn't watch no. it. Did anybody watch the Final Four? I did. I, I'm an OU fan, and I just cried. Oh, yeah. I cried for hours. That sucks. It did suck. Is that why they, you're drinking they, whiskey? They played 
terribly. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it was just awful. That's funny. It happens. It's not funny, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny. Your team mm-hmm. lost. Bleh. That's what you sound like. Oh, my one brother. You're a jerk. Good, <laughs> anyway, Nintendo. Oh You're man, I am number You're three jerk, in the man. bracket. Yeah, Heck yeah. If, if, but with the whole the new Nintendo system, it's gonna. It's this is make it or break it. Time yeah, they got to do good. Let's talk. Okay, so what's gonna make it for them? I mean, I think if they went something like the Apple TV, I think that would be oh, awesome. Man, I think you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I like, think it's small. It can stream stuff. I mean. Wireless controllers. It's, it's they're going to have to keep that family aspect to here's, it. Well, oh yeah, they're going to have to keep that. But here's one thing I will say: I have for my Wii U. What I really like is that I can play the game from the pad and not on the TV, so I can take that into like the bedroom. That is cool. Also, oh, it does work. I, that I, way. I tried that. Yeah, I didn't know it worked yeah, that way. Yeah, okay. because I, 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 like I said, I go there when I play my classics. So I uh, every now and then I'll play. So uh, like for instance, I'm playing right now Super Metroid from yeah. the from the Super Nintendo. So I've got it on my Wii U pad, and I'll just pick it up, and I'll just take it, like, if right before I'm going to bed, I'm like, I want to play a little bit. So I'll pick up and play for, you know, an hour or so. But it has to be inside, like, internal. It's, it's got to gotta be close. To it's got to be close. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be close to the Wii U itself, which, you know, whatever. But if they're talking about changing that to a completely, like, taking Untethered that. Untethered thing, yeah. yeah. It could be, but it's also got to be, one, it's got to look good. Two, it's got to be something that I can feasibly take with me. Yeah, you I want it I mean? to be something I can fit in my pocket. Yeah, but still output the quality of console gaming that I come to expect from Nintendo. Like, I mean, those good titles that they have and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I want those to be awesome, and they can do that. I mean, like the Apple TV will fit in the back pocket, and but I'd rather. I mean, if they can make it to where it like just pl- was easy to plug and play, like it was like a Roku exactly. stick you just plug in the side, yeah, yeah. like a USB port Done. or something. Like, because I know those can output 1080p graphics. <coughs> it's just a matter if they can figure out how to make the processing power fit inside there to mm-hmm. manage yeah. the games they want to produce. I, I Apple TV. I do want it to be easier to play online with people. Yeah, it's almost impossible to play with people. Yeah, that, I heard like, their online friends. stuff it's, is oh, terrible. Uh, just atrocious. Like you, you're going to be playing with random people. That's what you're stuck with. <laughs> yeah. And most of those people, most of those people, most of those people are um, in Japan. <laughs> oh, when I when I played when I when I played on the Wii, <laughs> when I played on the Wii, when I and I played Super Smash Brothers, and I was like, you know what, I'll I'll, I'll play some random people online. No, it was all Japanese people who've been playing for way too long, and they were way too good at the game. Oh God, I hate those people. <laughs> it, was, it was like Counter Strike where they throw a frag from like fifty Seriously? miles away, yes. land right in front of you. Yeah, it's like no, that's not possible. <laughs> Makes but you yeah, so mad. Yeah. That, that's a big. That's a big plus. So it needs to have. Needs to be easy to find your friends and hang out with your friends online, easy and install. offline. Yeah. Easy to install. Plug, play, forget. Yeah. Plug, plug play, and forget, and just repeat. There. No repeating. Just <laughs> one, one time. That's it. And as far as like the peripherals, <laughs> like make those also easier to use. Because <clears throat> you know, for a lot of people, the way you use a controller, that's. That's not just something you can put by the wayside. No, that's a make it or break it as well. I mean, it's got to be a good controller scheme that is easy enough for me to pick up and use. Yeah, It, yeah. Ha- it has to be. And not just me, because, again, I'm a veteran gamer. Like you mentioned, what if I have a group of people over and I'm like, let's play some Mario Party. I have no idea what this controller is. Like, I'm not playing this. It's 
Yeah. Then why did I spend all this money on this stupid thing? It has to feel <laughs> feel feel familiar. It's yeah, gotta, it's got to be it's easy be... to just pick up and be yeah. like, oh, cool. I see. Yeah. That's what I'm most worried about, though, because it looks not. Well, if it yeah. doesn't look it's like it's going to be easy, it looks like it's going to be that, that difficult may not, to, that may to not work. Be it. That's if just that is the it, like thing. I don't know if I can deal with touchscreen. But here's but I here's hate, I don't like touchscreens either. Yeah, I hate touchscreen gaming. Well, for video game, it's bad. Well, you can just tell there's there's some innate lack of control yeah, on a touch exactly. screen. Your user interface is now blocked because I have my own damn finger in the way. <laughs> yeah. I can't see the screen yeah, exactly. because I have my own damn hand in yeah, the way. Yeah, exactly. And I don't like this double, like, oh, like I'm close up here on my controller, but then here's my like wide view on the TV. When I was playing Star Fox Zero, that was the worst thing ever. I'm like, my natural instinct is to look at the TV, not my freaking controller. Well, yeah. remember that it's tablet game I played at uh, PAX South? That yeah. B- from, below, from, from below? From below. Beneath. Or from beneath. I mean, it was cool, but the controls, my God. Okay. They were they were just awful. Well, yeah, because you had like, to use you, your thumb. You had to use your the, thumb, yeah. and you had to look around, and I could barely go the right direction. Most of the time, I was hitting walls. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, this is just... That, was is piss, just, that, just, that pisses me off just hearing it. I, well, I was just cool like, this is just is, awful. There you know? are prototypes <laughs> for... a. A device where you can put your phone in and it plugs in and it's literally controls. But granted, it's a tablet so it's like game, a, so yeah, yeah. You know, I I get it. You know, yeah. you have you kind of have to do it. Yeah. But you know, it, it's the same thing with, with what that looks like to me is the same controls. Yeah, that's what I, I'm I mean, afraid you, of. With with a little tube. I mean, you get thumbsticks, which is thumb cool, but I don't like, like you can't even control those. That, so I'm worried yeah. about it. I'm, to say the least, is my concern. Until we get nanotechnology where they can form the buttons immediately. Feels like yes. there's something there. Oh, I just don't think it's there yet. With no, the, it's not. With well, the if, touch that, if that interface. is the controller, but then you know they might have leaked this just to see what people would say. Yeah, maybe. So they'd be and like, okay, we. So, up. so <laughs> then, like, and well, then it goes along with with that. With the, if the controllers get fixed, what about the IP? Are we gonna just get another conveyor belt of uh, Mario, another mm-hmm. another Zelda? You know, they they've got to change the way those are are experienced. Yeah, gotcha. You know what I mean with the new consoles? Because mm-hmm. oh yeah, Super Mario Galaxy. Did any of y'all play that? No. It was a, a really bit. fun Mario game. I really enjoyed it, and they kind of went back to their roots with the Wii U. I'm I'm okay with that. They mm-hmm. went to a, a more side-scrolling kind of thing, which okay, good. But it, I don't know. It's it's gonna it's gonna take something very new and unique to oh, yeah. to to. They're essentially having to reinvent themselves. Yeah, and that's know. always a struggle because it's either, and it's, they try it to do that nervous. and they try to do that with every single one that they I don't make. know why like why can't just just I mean it's just right on that but stick with what works yeah like I love why are they trying I to love be... the GameCube controller yeah, yeah I did too this whole motion yeah, control nice. thing I get I get it it's 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 way it's, it's, the future, it's, it's, yeah. the future <laughs> well, I mean the original market is not America so maybe over there it's okay maybe yeah like know. that's just the thing I don't know I can't imagine that being but I mean even over there it's not being like I don't know how I don't know gimmick. if it's successful over there or not. You know, if it is, that's great for them because that's probably what they're marketing to to begin with. Yeah, yeah coming over here, it's just kind of like, well, we have to wait for games to come. Too. Yeah. So, I don't know. Final I'd like thoughts. to see another Zelda game though, like a good one. Yeah. Yeah. But final thoughts, anybody? I. Easy. We're not even cautiously optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> no. This is where games come to die. <laughs> I just hope it's good. Case. I, I want it to be good. I want it to be affordable. I don't want it to be four hundred dollars. I want it to be like two or three hundred dollars. 
I don't care if the graphics are amazing. Um, and I want a really good Mario Kart experience with mm-hmm. my friends and yeah. a really good Super Smash Bros. experience with my friends in the yeah. same room. That's what I want. The end. Hopefully we get it. Yeah. Yep. That's off for right. Nintendo. For awesome. trying. <laughs> yeah. We might yeah. take our hats off and, you know, bid farewell. This. I, I Yeah, but that's, I just wanted to finish with that. I mean, that's, they're creative, but it's going to catch up with them. And I think it has. There's a point there, where like, so, they're trying too hard. There's a comes a point, I was going to say, when you're being too creative. Exactly. Yeah. There's got to be a point where you say, like, all right, this is what works. We, Stick we with have it. to so have something that works and makes money. We yeah. can't just continuously think out of the box. This how is many times company. Am I, how many times am I going to have to reinvent the wheel? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is <laughs> yeah, the company. It's a lot of work for them. It make, has to make money. If so it's not you broken, can't why just, fix it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. You hear that, Nintendo? <laughs> just think inside the box, yeah. just for one time. <laughs> just do it a little bit, just and then, a, and then the next two or three consoles, you can you can do whatever the fuck you want. I don't, you know. <laughs> well, that wraps up our show this week, <laughs> yes. guys. If you have any questions, um, you can email us at hello at theinnergamer.net. No, 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 no. You can also follow us online by looking at The Inner Gamer on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes or tell a friend. Or do both. Or we do both. We'll be back next week with our reviews, about opinions, me. and discussions on gaming such as Dark Souls 3. Yeah! Um, assuming somebody's getting it the day it comes out. I don't know if that's happening. Or, oh, actually, we won't be able to talk about it yet because it'll drop the day that that podcast releases. Ah. Damn it. Well, after that, we'll be talking about it. So anyway, we'll talk about stuff of some kind. Hey, my. So that'll be cool. Quantum Break, probably. That's, that's probably oh, what we're talking yeah, about. Okay. Yeah. Quantum Break. We're talking about new stuff. Um, cool. Well, my name is Brayton Oski. I'm Austin Morales. Travis Jamin. Devin Dury. And you've been listening to The Inner Gamer. Gamer.